Hi, creepy friends. We are so excited to share that we are now on Patreon. So if you've ever shared this show with a friend, gotten some value from the advice we've given or wondered, how can I support a show that I love? Then please consider supporting us on Patreon. When you support our show for just seven bucks a month, you'll have access to our Patreon community and enable Scope Creep to continue our mission of helping you build a business that's good for your mind, body, and bank account. Scope Creep will always be free wherever you get your podcasts, but your support means we'll be able to continue to produce this show and bring you more content to help you build your business. To support Scope Creep, head to patreon.com slash scope creep. That's patreon.com slash scope creep. And now here's the show. Welcome to this mini episode of Scope Creep. Last week, we talked about the clients we said no to, and this week, we're talking about the clients who said no to us. So Liz, do you want to tell me about your most recent lost business that maybe hurt your feelings a little? Yeah, you got it. This client walked away after, you know, the proposal process and a lot of like positive seeming back and forth that led me to believe this was an easy win, but they said no. They said I was too expensive. And this is a response that I get semi-frequently. And in the beginning of my freelance business, I think one I did, I took it really personally, like an affront to my value. And sometimes in times of scarcity, I would scramble to be like, well, you know, maybe I can meet you halfway. Or I would do things like, well, if you book a retainer for this long or this many deliverables, I'll give you a discount. I'm not doing that shit anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And so one of the most helpful, I guess, pieces of insight I've gleaned along the way is that you should be getting a decent amount of no's. You should be too expensive for some people because if not, you're kind of trying to be a fit for everybody in every stage of business, in every part of the market, and you're not. And so I am very upfront. You guys know I am not for everybody for many reasons, one of which is my price. I'm not the most expensive out there, but I'm also definitely not the cheapest. I'm more of like specialist director level. And so when someone needs an infusion of that kind of insight, I'm a great fit for them, but not for other like lower budget situations. So that is something I've just had to get used to and be okay with. And so listener, if you're out there and you're getting all yeses, might want to raise your rates, re-examine your funnel a little bit. But if you're getting all no's, I encourage you to do the same thing. Just kind of having a healthy mix of yes and no with more yeses than no's, of course. We like to see that. But sometimes you're just too expensive and you're not the best fit for a project and that's okay. I've gotten no's because of my price, but I've also gotten yeses because of my price. And that doesn't always feel good. Like sometimes when you send a proposal and they immediately approve it, it's like, damn it, I should have at least added like a (laughs) hundred more bucks to it or something. Yeah, cover the credit card fee. Well, that happened to us recently. Yes, yes. I think in the past, well, in the past year on a project that we did. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty butthurt about that one. (laughs) I, uh, uh, for the listeners that don't know the context of mine and Liz's entire life, we had a client (laughs) who we actually did get work with and it's been a fine project. But later in the project, we found out, they just said something in passing about, who like their final proposals were between and it was us and somebody else. And I don't think they realized they were saying this, but they basically said point blank that like we chose you because you were least expensive. And it was like, oh, you didn't even want to work with us. <laughs> like I think that, they did. I don't I, know. But, but, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I that don't know. But, but anyway, I so yeah, getting a no on a proposal because you're too expensive. It's like a hard hit at first, but it does in the end feel okay. 
I'll say getting a yes because your proposal is like a good price from the get-go also doesn't feel great. It's weird. It should feel like a good value exchange, not like bargain basement branding. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're hoping for. Yes. So my recent lost business is a weird one and it it's still lingering because it's just been open-ended. I did a project with this client and it was great. They were actually a referral from another client. They were a great fit. They came to me and basically said, I loved what you did with them. They told me who did it and I need the same thing. And they said, my budget's not as big though. So I need help kind of figuring out what's going to be most important. So I worked with them to do that and figure out like what deliverables are going to be the most impactful for what they need going forward. We worked together. The relationship was great. I really loved them. When, as sometimes founders do, you and I have experienced this, they cried when I shared some of the work that I had done for them as far as like their messaging and their founder story and like their brand kind of ethos, all of those things. They cried. They loved the work. And when we wrapped up, they said, hey, I want to take your recommendations and redo the brand identity and the website. Can you tell me what that would look like? So I don't do a ton of design anymore just because it just doesn't feel good for me in my life right now. So I went to one of my collaborators and said, hey, do you want to pitch this with me? They said, yes, we pitched it. And I knew it was, I don't even think it was that expensive, It was especially for what this client's doing and building. But I think it was just like a sticker shock. And I have not heard from them since. It wasn't even like a, they paid their final invoice for me after a few follow-ups. They never responded and said like, oh, sorry, I'm late on the invoice, blah, blah, blah. Like they never said anything. It was just oh. a very unceremonious, like the project was great. Then it, once I sent that proposal, the project like unceremoniously ended. And then I haven't talked to them since. It's been like four months since we sent the proposal. I did some follow-ups. I know you're wondering. Nothing. Nothing. Weird. And I'm like, are they unhappy with the initial work? That's what I keep coming back to. It didn't seem like they were, obviously. Yeah. But, well, they asked you for more right, work. Right. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know. I just hate when I hate being ghosted. I hate Weird. it because like, I don't want to bother you. Like, I don't want to keep following up with you. If you don't want to work with me, just tell me no. It's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> I know you probably sent them some lovely proposal that you spent a bunch of time on. Yeah. That was really detailed, which listeners, just pro tip, if somebody sends you a proposal and it's not a fit, like, that's cool. But don't ghost them. Let them know that person put a lot of time and energy likely into that. Like that's. I actually was just going through kind of my like lead tool and everything this week and officially marked it as lost business. And I was just like, man, because, and I think it hurts too, because the client and I just like really got along. They're local to Nashville. And I was like, oh, we can grab a drink sometime and we can hang out, whatever. And now I'm just like, I don't have that. They don't want to be my friend. (laughs) They don't want to be my friend. It feels personal. Yeah, I know that it does, but just to reflect to you, like that sounds all day long like a them problem. Like, oh, something's yeah. going on in their life or their business, especially if they didn't behave this way throughout the previous days of work. Like it sounds like something's going on with them. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to you about the dude that didn't call. Yeah. But it feels but, like, like that though. <laughs> it, it does. And I, I can totally understand why that might hurt your feelings or lead to some feelings of disappointment, but I would be willing to bet a lot that it's an all them problem and not a you problem. I know. I'm like, respond. I yeah. I'm like, are they mad at me? And then I'm like, also, they probably just have like a life happening. Like they have, they're running a business. Like that in and of itself is a lot. Yes. But it, it yeah. still, it still just hurts a little. So yeah. Anyway. Yep. Sometimes you say no. Sometimes you get a no. 
That's just life. That is just this business owner life. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Scope Creep. We're your hosts, Liz Talego and Jamie Cox, and we'll be back next week with a full-length episode. If you love Scope Creep, please leave us a five-star review and consider supporting us on Patreon. If you didn't love us, then please just leave. This episode was edited by Lauren and Cody at Dark Wave Audio Lab. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Scope Creep Show. And if you have a topic you'd love for us to discuss or a question you want answered, you can email us at scopecreepshow at gmail.com. Until next time, stay creepy. Thank you.